0: What's up? What does the red do? Oh, it just means that everything is in focus. So whatever's in red is in focus. So, all right, man, we'll just do an intro and then we'll fire it off. Don't know where this is going to go or how it's going (laughs) to be used, but what's up, guys? Rob here with 1012 Productions. We've got Mark Wilton back. You may have recognized him from a previous podcast, Create More Podcast episode. And as I mentioned in one of my previous videos, in 2020, we want to go a little bit more casual and be able to just have a conversation. And one thing we want to implement is bringing back either past guests, buddies, entrepreneurs, anyone that is actually running their own business and can really attest to the struggles of the weekly and day-to-day process of owning your own business. So with it being Friday again, last time you were on the show, we had a few beers, so we're going
1: to do that again. Mate, I love it. I love <laughs> this casual setting, too. Huh? <laughs> Mate,
0: so we threw, <laughs> threw this setup together and uh, have no clue what it looks like or how it's going to look, but we're going to go with it. So, Mark. Yes, sir. As we were talking about when we uh, were cracking the beers, um, how did the week go? Rough?
1: Mate, no, it's been good. It's, um, Be honest. It's It's been busy, but busy has meant growth. This week's been growth. Last week was good growth. It's really been... Uh, it's been busy since Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm in real estate. Like, last time I was here, we kind of talked a little bit about Parents Time Out. And my day-to-day is real estate, real estate investing. And so, this is buy season. This is, like, the best time of year. It's, like, yeah. party time for real estate investors. For sure. So, we're, we're helping a lot more clients right now. Um, rehab houses. We're helping... People that want to become landlords become landlords. We just helped a buddy of mine buy, fix, and rent his first rental property. Awesome! And it's incredible. I mean, just to see someone's like, "Hey, I've got the same dream. Yep. I want to buy a rental," and he now where's tenant, that? Where's that located? At? So that's in Warrenville. Okay. Literally, his first tenant moves in tomorrow. And that's it's awesome. Just,
0: so after, so what's that timeline look like for him? How long did it take? Upon when did the search start? So Search through.
1: started uh, about middle of September. It would have been middle of September. We rarely had the discussion. By middle of October, we had his first deal under contract. We helped him fix it. Took four and a half weeks to fix it. Took mm-hmm. two weeks to find a tenant. And they move in tomorrow. Awesome. And so that fast? That I mean, it's eight weeks. How much is he cash flowing per month? um actually i don't have those numbers on me but i mean we're we're kind of around the 50 to 100 bucks. makes a it month. worth it yeah yeah cool hundred thousand dollar condo rents for anywhere actually this one's renting for 13.93 a month okay so i think he's all into it for about 110 um it's new paint new bathrooms bathroom downstairs cleaned yeah. up some people that followed me on facebook would have seen the um uh, the spider house that people are calling it. It's had cobwebs everywhere. Wow. And uh, those are
0: never fun to walk into oh, when mate, you're not, not walk expecting out it. Of. Yeah. Yep.
1: So mate, no, it's been fun. It's been fun two or three weeks. This week was very busy. Um, but mate, I saw you nearly <laughs> nearly take the lid off your droid this week. Yeah. So <laughs> No, that was today. That was this morning. Yeah. Oh my so uh yeah, close
0: call. Posted on Instagram stories, Facebook stories, the video I was able to truncate the longer version <laughs> into a shorter version even slowed up a bit but yeah, yeah. it's uh flying drones it's obviously a risk there's oh. some some opportunities to really do some damage but ultimately the sensors came mm. in handy a little too late but if i don't think i would have been able to maneuver so i think it was a little bit of luck that helped out
1: what do they do do they set an alarm for you or does it actually oh it
0: as it well It will stop it if it gets too close and you won't be able to maneuver it. But I was going a good amount of speed (laughs) back in the approach. We were doing something for uh, a media company and and doing the billboard. So I was approaching, coming down, and uh, trying to get the viewpoint of the traffic coming up to the billboard. And as I was coming down, I saw the initial uh, wires. Yeah, yeah. But there were two random ones that were a little bit higher, with a post that was a little bit higher, and I went through them. It looked like, or just barely skimmed it. And looking at the video, obviously, when you're flying, you don't know how close you actually are. But after seeing the video, it was just amazing. On That's scary, on how so. <laughs> how
1: far back are you when you're controlling that thing?
0: Uh, well, I was probably maybe fifty yards.
1: Were you? Yeah. Wow.
0: So I saw it. Com- I, I saw it coming in. But for some reason, just either you know, depth perception was a little off with yeah. uh, with those wires. But <laughs> let me tell you, man, oh, that mate. that could have went that could have went many different ways, right? And that would have ruined my weekend, my week, my month. But
1: yeah. you know, they that, came across in the video, seeing your face, and that. <laughs> oh man, man, oh man, yeah, yeah. So
0: it could have went. I was telling Justina that it could have went a few different ways. It could have hit the wire fell down to the ground, crashed, right? Yeah. Could have hit the wire, fell down to the ground. A car would have ran over it or it would have hit a car, which then you're getting into <laughs> even more trouble. Oh. Um, but from there, I mean, it could have got stuck in the wire. And then what do you do there? You've got to call somebody, Yeah. right? So, um, but we have our coverage of insurance that we pull for every flight. So, I mean, things happen. You try to avoid them as much as possible. And the drones are pretty good at, diverting and, yeah. and correcting itself,
1: but... Um, so you're insuring yeah. individual flights. Absolutely.
0: Wow. Up to a million dollars. So, you know, for yeah. property damage and things like yeah. that. So it, it comes in handy. I mean, it's a risk of any job, right? Yeah. You know, you could be on a job site and you back up into something and it breaks, but no one ever wishes for that to happen. But if it does, it's good to know that there's company. So thank you, Verify, uh, for insuring our flights. It comes in, in handy and gives a little bit more... It puts you a little bit yeah. more at ease yeah, when, when
1: you're doing that. So especially when you see something <clears throat> like that. Wow. We... Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about obviously your business is scaling, but what are what are some challenges you're you're running into in order to continue to grow?
1: I think the biggest challenge isn't something we debate all the time is do you staff up for growth or do you get the growth and then staff up? And man, that's something we go back and forth on all the time. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, with the growth or the demand that's coming through right now we're naturally finding the solution and it's find the way to handle the growth yeah so we're staffing up in behind the growth so so you're being more reactive with the staffing yeah so for example um kind of a big uh kind of close relationship that we've we're working on a a lot of deals coming through the pipeline on the rehab division that so and they've said, okay, go out and find a way to handle this demand. Yep. So what we could have done is gone, okay, we'll go out and find construction crews that can handle pending demand. But we've kind of focused on getting the demand in first. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more easier to it's to staff up yep. to meet that coming because we know where it is. It's yeah. easier. I mean, we're in the construction business. So it's harder to go out to a, con- a contractor and go, We've got deals in the pipeline. Can I call you? Are you interested when something comes through? Of course, you're going to say, well, yeah, okay, well, call me. Sure. But now we're going, hey, I've got three addresses. I need you on site on Monday to give me some bids. You want to walk them or not? Yes or no? Yeah. And How can- tough
0: is it to find a reliable crew?
1: Oh, it's, I it's, mean, are you at a point where you're keeping everybody busy to where
0: you can have one crew and they're happy you're taking care of them? Or is it where you're there's a little bit of a gap where those ones that you've worked with obviously have other jobs that they're working on, so they may not necessarily be available.
1: What we're trying to avoid here too is to stretch existing crews. We've always tried to be in a mindset of, hey, we'll help you grow yeah. without demand. It's In my experience, it's failed every time because sure. they're good at what they're good at, so we need to take advantage of that, not expand them beyond their reach. Yeah. So what I'm doing is, okay, I'll get one crew, and I'll roll them through. Sure. Now I've got to go out and get another. Yeah. and. Yeah, just we want to set everyone up for success, not kind of put people in uncomfortable So when you positions. say staffing up, are you talking about contractors or are you talking about admin? Oh, good good question. So, we're staffed up for full capacity now. I mean, we're at we're really at about 1 to 2 deals a month right now with the capacity for 5 to 7, at least based on like what we think. Yeah. So, administrative wise, we're fine. It's the crews swinging the hammer in the field sure. where I'm hunting. Like, I've got verbals from about seven crews right now. That two of them are meeting on Monday at one job, another couple of them on Tuesday. So, it's, what
0: what kind of work are you looking for? Because who knows if anyone sees this or hears this, and and they know of somebody or are that they are that person that's looking yeah. for work. How like what what kind of work are you looking for?
1: So it's uh it's typically about a three person crew. Um, jack of all trades: minor electrical, minor plumbing, painting, minor carpentry. Um, our rehabs are twenty-five to thirty-five thousand. They're kitchens, baths, paint, flooring. Roll it into the next one. Okay. Um, margins are thin in the market right now, so that's what we're rolling with. We're not doing the gut rehabs. We're not moving walls. We're not tearing down walls. We're just in out yeah. real quick, three to four week turn. So it's the three person crew, typically with a, a foreman. And they can respond well, uh, interact well with my project management team. So sure.
0: that's cool. What? Uh, so, so you reached out a couple of days ago about a video project. Tell me about what you're looking for.
1: So we want to capture on video using your ability to story tell or put the story together of of our whole pipeline. Now, so we've kind of created this pipeline. We're calling it The Machine that essentially is helping investors or non-investors buy their own rental properties. Okay. So our strategy is we buy- And, and don't be shy. You can grab another beer oh, no, while it's recording. I'm, I'm using both hands here. on this excited. Okay. Exciting. All right. He's fired up, folks. He's fired up. Um we help them find the deal. We've got sources to find the deals. We can help them fund it, we broker the, the money to fund the deal for them. We've got the construction division to fix the deal. Yeah, They flip it to themselves. We can then lease it, rent it out, manage it, maintain it for them. Got it. They refi it, and then they can go and do it again. That's like our, our pipeline, our machine. Um, So you're looking to um, kind of showcase that process that's right the story is our big big picture is um kind of what my partner ben's calling and what we're we're attaching to this thing is democratizing real estate so everybody thinks about investing as in the stock market stop if you're not in the stock market you're not investing yep or real estate is an alternative risky investment We want to kind of break that social barrier down and provide people with the ability to generate passive income themselves through their own asset. An asset being something that puts money in your pocket. Cool. And a lot of people in the market, the reason they don't do it, and the reason I didn't jump into it straight away is because they're scared. Yeah. They don't have someone to hold their hand.
0: So you need a video to show that process.
1: We want to really exact we want to show the process. But the the part I think you'd be so good at is telling the story about the solution the 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 problem that we solve and sure. that problem is, for example, a lot of people that are kind of getting into it they want the passive income to replace their in, uh, to re, they want the passive income to replace their salary so that one of the couple can stay home with the kids yeah or. Hey, I can go on that extra vacation once a year. I can spend more time with the family. Sure. We all know that, especially as young parents, I mean, we're always, we work our butts off. I don't want to do that for the next however long. And
0: I'm sure a lot of people so, don't either. So yeah, so, we'll have to dive into that more. Um, we've obviously done a video with you before for a Parents Time Out. Uh, very fortunate and thankful that you approached us for this one. So we'll dive into that
1: yeah, a little but,
0: bit deeper at, a, at another time. Um, I do have an important question for you. Hit me. What do you think of the plant?
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I need.
0: I needed a filler. I need a filler. Uh,
1: I um. I was actually thinking before we started the video as to where you got it because I want it, We just moved offices, so I need to plant it up.
0: The uh, well. First of all, for those that are watching, it's it's not real, <laughs> so you know, saves the time in watering it. But uh, I can't remember where we got that. Uh, I want to say. Dollar Tree. Target. There you go. I think it was Target. The yeah, Magnolia sure. Collection? Could be. Could okay. be. Um, so, speaking of your office, so you, you just acquired a new space. How's that? Is that being built out?
1: We spent a month here and there building it out. Okay. Um,
0: Are you in there, occupied, rocking
1: and rolling? We're rocking and rolling. We painted it our logo colors. Nice um and I it's funny how much of a difference it's made like we've tried to kit it out professionally and we had an office here in our village and it was like we threw everything in there we got our desk set up and then we operated for 18 months we we're mm-hmm. just running this we've taken a little bit more time to be a little bit more creative yeah. set things up and it's it's funny what that does for production yeah so
0: for sure. I mean, that was one thing with Justine and I, we needed to get a space. I mean, you can only work so much. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, is out in the field, but then you come home and you're able to just operate it on a computer, but we needed a space to be more creative, more yeah. productive. And, uh, what do you think of it? You've seen I, it, you've seen it kind of transform over the last month or so. I mean, it's obviously always changing with the different setups. This is a new one. I um, love your, We'll see how it turns out. Your but-
1: creativity, like your ability to bring, I mean, I honestly modeled part of our existing office after having seen this because it's like that. I mean, all the kind of the sound boards, you've got the wood paneling in the other room, you've got, I mean, it's it's beautiful.
0: Well, it's, uh, that's one thing I, I always need to kind of mix it up a little bit. And I think that helps with the creativity, but it helps with the different things that we want to accomplish. And, you know, the more we're able to get even more space down the road, But just to be able to do these types of things, you know, the create more setup. I love that setup uh, for the podcast, but you know, for stuff like this, this just opens it up much more casual. Because I think whenever the camera is on, we all tend to be a little bit more animated and and not salesy. But you're trying to put on a show and. It just takes too much mental energy to do that. So being able to find a solution and be able to have a setup like this, where we can have a couple of beers and yeah. and just have a conversation about what's going on in our day to day business lives, because um, as entrepreneurs, it's not very easy. Uh, always, it's a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, a lot of time, but there are stresses. And you know, this past week has been a stress for for us um, as we continue to scale you know being able for one thing and the reason why i asked you the the question about staffing up and and kind of scaling is you cannot find it is very rare to find someone else to bring in that has the same passion about your business as you do and that can ultimately ultimately lead to some issues and it's just it, it that's one struggle we're coming up upon now is the hands-on aspect, you need to be able to let go. You need to be able to know how to delegate. But you know, when balls get dropped, it's it's a pain in the ass. And it's, it's a headache with everything else going on. So yeah. do you have any insight or
1: thoughts on how to handle that? It's funny because we're thinking a little bit about this at the moment. And we've historically brought on people that are also kind of entrepreneurial-minded. But we're kind of getting to a point now where if we want to actually handle scale, You've got to systemize stuff. You've got to more importantly, you've got to systemize your expectation. Okay, so it's you bring on another member of the team. They have to have a job description. They have to know what they're trying to produce, Mm -hmm. so they can just run that system. And I get back to the point of bringing on entrepreneurial people. They've been great, but they haven't forced. They haven't turned around and looked at me and gone, "Hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing here." Sure. They're the ones that are like, "Yeah, I'm I'm okay being in the chaos with you." Yeah. And that's not really been good to be able to handle scale. Now, are they one are they paid? And two, or two,
0: or are they in a mentorship type of uh, uh an
1: apprenticeship type of environment? Mm, yeah, good question. They're paid. They are okay. paid. Um they're of the mindset, and we look very strongly at solution-driven people. Yeah. They're very solution-oriented, and it's incredibly important. But now what we're going is. Okay. A, we have to look at reducing costs. Every business has to look at reducing overhead. Going. Okay. How can this thing be run systematically? Yeah. Who can we train to hand it off to, and they just run it? Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I mean, I'm reading the book Emeth right now, and that's all. That's what it's all about as well. Well, so the, w-
0: the one thing about you that I've always been impressed is you're a systems guy. I am not. So Justina is. Yeah. There you go. Yep. But. Good. Having systems in place, and I agree with you, it's it's very important. And when I ran businesses on my own, um, it was tough because the systems weren't great, or they were kind of half half baked, if you will. And you know that's where you run into problems, and that's where the stresses come. So, yeah. whenever, no matter what it is that you're doing, if you're not prepared, there's going to be a little bit of stress for for people like us. Yeah. Right. So that preparation is key, and that falls along the same lines of having a system, because if you have a system in place, you're not only prepared yourself, but you're helping prepare those that are working for you or with you to make it easier so you at least know that if your training is on point, that they're going to at least be able to execute most of the way until they get into the rhythm, but you you solve a lot of problems, so... I commend you for that for sure because you're good at that, and I. It's no surprise that your your business is growing at the pace that it is.
1: I think the other thing that it does too is it produces consistency. And so what we were seeing was like, yeah, we know what step one through seven is, but why are we doing steps two, three, and four on this one, and then one, five, six, and seven on that one? Yep. Like no, we've always got to do steps one through seven. Yeah. And by literally sit, like kind of sitting back. Writing it all down and having to hand it over to someone, yeah, um, you you get consistency. Yep. So, I mean, we're we're always so busy. We're running around left and right. There's always fires to fight. S- like putting that step 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 in place, yeah, will, will it ultimately helps.
0: Yeah. Well, we're implementing a lot of new things moving into 2020, and systems is a big part of it. Uh, I came home the other day, and Justina has we use. Um, the the post-it, the large post-it easel sheets. Yeah. And there were about three or four of them on our wall in our in our condo when we came home. So she's fired up and getting that, that that situated. So, yep. you know, I lean on her to kind of organize everything. <laughs> Cause as a creative brain, a creative mind, I I could be all over the place. And people that I've talked to know that, you know, I'll I'll whatever's on my mind, I bring it up and then it may switch up uh pretty frequently. But ultimately you know, you work with May, your wife as well, but it's it's always nice to have the opposite to be able to obviously fill in the holes or fill in the gaps. Well,
1: that's the thing. I'm system minded and she's the creative one. So yep. she's, I mean, I, I I love that you put the poster board up on the wall. I mean, it's like you've got, a, you're an entrepreneur when you know you've got stuff like that on the wall in your house. <laughs> we painted our bed, one of our bedroom walls with whiteboard paint. Nice. So now it's that's like, cool. That's Let's actually a great idea.
0: We should actually do that in here because you guys can't see it, but uh, we've got a small whiteboard there. We've been meaning to get a big one, but it's not so very good. acoustically well, that's pleasing. So, too. you know, we, we're we trying to fill up wall space with with things like that. But yeah, like anything, it's a work in progress. Mark, uh, I'm sure we'll probably have another beer, but we'll probably end the podcast. So I don't yeah, even know beauty. what this is. Casual, <laughs> casual uh, communication. Cheers! So,
1: okay, uh, happy Friday,
0: happy Friday, guys! Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you are a business owner or a creator and you're looking to just join a community that talks about what it's like to really be in a small business, be sure to give us a like, follow us along, connect with us on all of our social media platforms, and uh, as always, we'll see you in the next video. See you guys.